Hi, welcome to a moment <laughs> with M and MJ. Mike and Mary Joe Ryder. Hiya. We're so glad that you're with us to, today, tonight, whatever time it whatever is it in is your time zone, listening. yeah. And whenever you're listening, but we're happy that you are sharing this moment with us. We're Absolutely. excited about what we believe God mm-hmm. has put on our heart to share. Yeah. You want to start with it? Being led by the Spirit of God. And we've, you know, we've talked about being led by mm-hmm. the Spirit of God. And I think what triggered this for us maybe tonight was I was reading about some of the um, Azusa Street oh. miracles. <laughs> and I said to Mike, I said, man, you know, it was talking about Wil- William Seymour yeah. and how he initially made contact with, there was like a group of ladies and I'm going to guess here, like four, maybe okay, four, four ladies that were sure continually praying and mm-hmm. they'd been praying for quite some time. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I'm remembering right, it was years. This is like f- different stories that I'm thinking sure, about. So okay. this one. Yep. So anyway, they were during a prayer meeting and they were praying, praying, praying. And Mr. Seymour mm-hmm. had that day, you know, they were getting into a situation where he was preaching in a house and everybody was like, the house was full, the yard was full, the neighbor's yards was full. The, wow. Um, that street around the house was full of people. Yeah. And so they knew they had to go to somewhere larger. Uh-huh. And because the police had already kind of been there and said, hey, you know, this is getting, you know, it's it's fine. Everything is peaceful, but yeah. it's getting too large and you guys need to move to a location sure. that's designed for more people. Right. So he was praying. So he got, he spent time with the Lord, which is kind of what we're talking about. But mm-hmm. anyway, so he spent time with the Lord and the Lord said, go to Pasadena. These group of ladies were praying, and this minister had a word from the Lord that he was supposed to go to Pasadena. So he gets on a train and goes to Pasadena. Mm-hmm. He gets off the train in Pasadena because the Lord told him to get off. Mm-hmm. So he has no idea where he's going. He's just going with the leading of the Holy Spirit. Sure. So he gets off the train. He walks to an apartment mm-hmm. that the Lord directs him to. Mm-hmm. And he knocks on their door. Mm-hmm. And this group of ladies is praying. Right. And you got to think about it, too. At this particular point in history, right, um, William Seymour, being African-American, right, it, they had laws in place saying that he couldn't be in a certain area of town, right? And that happened to be the place that the Lord directed him to go. So he goes to this house and he's like, Yeah, but I guess the point what to me was just so awesome was, he was in prayer, yeah, spending time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. The Lord mm-hmm. said, "This is where you need to go." The so Lord he went said, there, go, and they let him in. You know, these ladies let this black gentleman into the house, mm-hmm. and um, he ministered. He preached to them, and then they received an offering. He received an offering, which I thought was interesting, and they he had enough money to go and have the rent for a warehouse. Oh and wow! That's kind of how it all started. Praise God! Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just being led and. Think about, just think about that story. First of all, you think about, he was in prayer. Mm-hmm. He had basically set himself aside. He had consecrated himself to prayer and to hearing the voice of the Lord as to direction and what he should do. Right. I don't know if he fasted and prayed or if he was fasting and praying or not, but it would surprise me if he was not. Well, I it would surprise me if he hadn't fasted on some regular basis. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Because I think we've gotten that information mm-hmm. on the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
setting yourself aside, I think, you know, in that day, it was probably a lot easier to just remove yourself and not take in outside influence. Really, the only thing you had for outside influence was a newspaper and then the stuff that the neighbors brought to you. And now we have got such a flood of information at your fingertips every second, every millisecond of the day. Mm -hmm. People can find it a lot more challenging to set yourself aside and consecrate that time to the Lord that you can dedicate to prayer, that you can dedicate to fellowship, that you can dedicate to fasting, to hear him, to be sensitive, to have that sensitivity to his voice on a level that if the Lord were to say, do something like that instantaneously, there's no thought, there's no pondering, there's no talking yourself out of it in your mind or whatever. You just go and do. Yeah, just to know. I mean, just to be at that level mm-hmm. of the time that you've spent with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, ours is increasing, you know, and we're believing for more. But yes. it was just a neat conversation. I said, Mike, I said that let's just let's kind of go into and we've got some scriptures. Mike's got some yeah. scriptures and. Yeah, well, you just you think about the passage of Scripture that really talks about us being led by the Spirit of God. It's Romans chapter 8. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read a little bit of it out of the Passion. If you think of the, the King James says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Okay, I'm going to read that and then some more of this passage out of the Passion. And the Passion says this, Romans 8, 1. So now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the Anointed One. For the law of the Spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has has liberated us from the law of sin and death. For God achieved what the law was unable to accomplish because the law was limited by weakness of human nature. Yet God sent us his son in human form to identify with human weakness. Clothed with humanity, God's son gave his body to be the sin offering so that God could once and for all condemn the guilt and power of sin. So now every righteous requirement of the law can be fulfilled through the anointed one living his life in us. And we are free to live not according to our flesh, but by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. Those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits themselves, but those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. For the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset controlled by the Spirit finds life and peace. In fact, the mindset focused on the flesh fights God's plan and refuses to submit to his direction because it cannot. For no matter how hard they try, God finds no pleasure with those who are controlled by the flesh. But when the Spirit of Christ empowers your life, you are not dominated by the flesh, but by the Spirit. And if you are not joined to the Spirit of the Anointed One, you are not of Him. Now, Christ lives His life in you. And even though your body may be dead because of the effects of sin, His life-giving Spirit imparts life to you because you are fully accepted by God. Yes, God raised Jesus to life, and since God's spirit of resurrection lives in you, he will also raise your dying body to life by the same spirit that breathes life into you. So then, beloved ones, the flesh has no claims on us at all, and we have no further obligation to live in obedience to it. For when you live controlled by the flesh, you are about to die. But if the, spirit, but if the life of the spirit puts to death the corrupt ways of the flesh, 
we then taste his abundant life. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty, leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God, and you will never feel orphaned. For as he rises up within us, our spirits join join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved Father. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. Wow. That's really cool. It is really rich. You know what I think is so awesome about that is just, as you were reading it, I'm like, wow, does that sound like what God just shared not Read too that. long ago here? <laughs> Read that. That's um, good. On the 28th, he said, this is just a, and like an excerpt from a, a, you know, from a word, but participate not in unrighteous living. Stay far from it. Mm-hmm. You must keep your distance from the flesh manipulating your journey. And I mean, that's, that's, that's so good. And I that's know another. totally verified by that passage of scripture, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just going to say, I think actually in the beginning. Um, okay. So this is the way it started. I'm speaking, says your God. You are not alone. You are loved and highly favored. You scare the enemy, so keep it up. He is under your feet, and advancement is denied. Amen. So, I mean, that wow. just so much sounds like what you just read. Right. Oh, does, that's cool. It? Yes. That's cool. That's precious. So I guess a question could, we be, could be, how do we get to that point? How yeah. do we get to that point where we are so in tune to the voice and direction of the Holy Spirit that it's just automatic, you know? What do you think? Well, that, How do we get there? <laughs> well, I think some of the things that we've already, you know, been talking about as far as, you know, we're trying not to over-mention, I think, fasting, but I do think setting your flesh aside to fast is really important. That's got a lot to do with it. Yeah. And I think just, you know, you already talked about separating yourself. Mm-hmm. So getting yeah. some time away mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, spending some time alone, like even, right. you know, with Mike and I, you know, we try to have separate times where we're spending time with the Lord, where mm-hmm. he's in one room and I'm in another room and, you know, we're just, you know, we're, we're by ourselves and we're listening. Mm-hmm. I would say I still want to get to the point where I would, um, you know, where I would hear directions, like mm-hmm. if I would be told to get on a train, sure, go a certain place and yeah. then be told to where to get off. I'm like right. that, that I want that. I'm yes. hungry for that. Yes. So I'm hungry for more. And I think that's part of it, too, is that you need to be desirous. You need to be hungry for it. You need to be looking and expecting yes. God to that God can and will do what his word says that yes. he can and will direct you. And then you need to have faith in that, too. So those are things that I mentioned. What are your thoughts? Well, we, you know, again, going back to the voices that are in the Word, you know, going uh, back to William Seymour, and I think it was 1904 when the the fire fell in Azusa Street. But Um, um, It might have been 06 to to 10, but anyway, right in there. Yeah, right in that early 1900s, Mm -hmm. uh, the first decade of the 1900s. He, he didn't have a ton of out, outside distractions, you know, maybe the town crier, maybe a newspaper, maybe a magazine, whatever. But nowadays we are so flooded, it's hard to shut it off. 
because we have become so accustomed to the flood. It's, it's almost like some people, we, we just really don't know what to do when all that stuff is shut off. Well, that's a good time to dig into the word. It's a good time to fellowship with the Lord. It's a good time to talk to him. Uh, I started, um, Mary Jo bought me a Dake reference Bible years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, at the time it was probably a little much, but now I've just gotten to where I'm devouring this thing. And it's really a good study reference because it'll take the a lot of the Greek and Hebrew words and just right next to the verse, just expound on it. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get a little bit more of the meaning of the scripture. And I've... I've been studying and, and really just endeavoring to take it in to get more of what the word is saying, to get a deeper understanding and revelation of what the word is saying. And that's been a great study tool for that. But it does require one thing. It requires time. Well, actually, it requires more than one thing. It requires time. It requires separation. Mm-hmm. It requires tuning out the outside distractions. Um, you know, is there really, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's good music, there's good Bible teaching and things like that. And yes, there's, you know, there's there's prophecy, there's, there's good stuff going on all the time, but there's also so much junk. And if you don't have to filter it through your mind and through your heart, it's probably all the better. If you can just say, hey, you know what, I'm turning off all that stuff and I'm going to focus on hearing from the Lord and read his word and study his word and talk to him and just really endeavor to press in that I think is when we're going to find that sensitivity be increased because once all those outside distractions are quieted down then then it's it's going to be full on let's go that's good yeah I think and I'm sure there's things that we will remember after we get done recording this. But, uh, and if you want to make comments, yeah, you know, and put some comments on that somebody else will get some insight from, right? That would be great. Yes. And, and if you have a testimony of a time that you know for a fact that you totally understood, heard, obeyed the voice of the Lord, and either something was averted or somebody was able you were able to be a, a great blessing to someone else drop us a comment mm-hmm. let us know and let's get that testimony out there yeah you share know. it share it on the comment area Amen. people that are reading those and uh, yes so that's fun mm-hmm. it is so anyway thanks for joining us and we appreciate you we love you and we will check you next time around which will probably be another week all right thanks so much bye-bye